You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to the Give Your Life Away podcast. Today we are going to talk about meditating on the Word of God. When you're going on a trip, the items that you take out of your closet or that you take out of your drawers are only beneficial to you on the trip if you actually pack them in your suitcase or pack them in your bag. So if you take them out of your closet and leave them on the bed and then take off for your trip, those items of clothing don't do any good. To me, this is the difference between Bible reading and Bible meditation. One can read the Bible. But unless the words are packed into the heart, there's no usefulness. So today, for a few minutes, I want to talk to you about meditating on the Word of God. From the outset, let me say that this is not some sort of Eastern mysticism when I talk about meditation. I'm talking about reading the Word of God, understanding it, dwelling on it, rehearsing it, really taking it into your thoughts and into your heart so that it affects what you do and how you live. I mean, dwelling on something so that it becomes a part of your life. Joshua 1.8 talks about meditation. It says, keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Additionally, one of the most famous Psalms, Psalm 1, says this in the first two verses. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. The purpose of meditation on Scripture is for what you're thinking about to make a difference in how you live. So instead of just taking your clothes out of the closet or opening your Bible up and just reading it, you must make an effort to get those clothes into your bag or to get those words, the Word of God, into your heart. How do you do that? Well, let me give you some pieces of advice. Here are five pieces of advice when we think about meditating on Scripture. First, ask the Lord to illuminate this passage in your heart. This would be starting with prayer, which is an obvious starting place. The psalmist in Psalm 119 is often praying for this type of thing, that he would understand and know and learn and meditate on the law of God. God has intentionally revealed himself. He's spoken in ways that we can understand. He's specifically revealed himself. He's given his spirit additionally to illuminate his words to us, to help us make sense of the words, to understand the words. These are gifts from God. So ask him to do just that for you. Ask the Lord to teach you to to understand what you're going to read, to, to relish in what you're going to read, to, to apply what you're going to read before you even begin to read. Secondly, know the meaning of what you read. It, you're not going to get Scripture into your heart, and it's not going to change your life unless you understand what it means. Know the meaning of what you read. If I gave you a book um, that was written in, in French, and you don't know French, you could read the words slowly, cover to cover, and not benefit at all from them because you don't know what the words mean. You don't know the arguments. You don't know the story. You don't know the point. So know the meaning of what you read. If you're going to be impacted by Scripture, you've got to know what it means. What does the God who revealed this passage mean for his people to understand? 
If you don't understand the Bible, then you haven't truly read it. Third, dwell on the passage. Don't just read it and close your Bible and move on to the next thing. Think about the passage. Read it. Set it down. Think about it. Maybe you read it a second time. Maybe you read it quickly, get the overall idea of it, and then you go through it slowly. And I guarantee that as you do that, as you make a regular habit of maybe reading something twice, you're going to see or make observations the second time around that you didn't make the first time around. You're going to see more things. You're going to think about it more, and it's going to open up to you in a sense. Fourth, pray the passage. Now, number one was ask the Lord to illuminate this passage, to to to, to make it known to you what it means. But fourth, I'm saying, pray the actual passage. Pray the verses. If there's a passage about giving thanks to the Lord, ask the Lord. Lord, help my heart to want to give thanks to you. Lord, I'm going to thank you for this or that. So pray the actual passage when you're reading it. When the church in Acts 4 was being persecuted, what did they do? They immediately began praying to the Lord, and they didn't just pray some random prayer. They actually prayed the second psalm back to God. So they knew Scripture, and they prayed Scripture back to God. So praying a passage helps you to remember it, and it also helps you to pray prayers that God would want you to pray because you're praying prayers that fall in line with his revealed word. Number five, interact with the passage in a different form. What do I mean by that? Well, so far you've read the passage, but now maybe you try writing it out. You've read Psalm 1, 1 and 2, and now you're going to write out Psalm 1, 1 and 2. Or you've read the passage, now think about talking about the passage with someone. So you're, you're not just reading it, but you're, you're engaging with it in a different form. You might be writing it out. You might be speaking about it. Maybe you read the passage and you memorize it and then say it out loud. Maybe you read the passage and you journal about it. You write about it. Not just you write it, but you write about it and how, it, how the Spirit would apply that to your life and some resolutions you'd make or some goals you'd have or some application you'd have in response to that. So, so interact with the passage in more than one way. Not just reading it, but speaking it or writing it or writing about it. Something like that. So learning doesn't just happen by repetition. It also happens when we interact with something in a different form. So may you meditate on the word. May you think about it. May, may you dwell on it. Maybe May you interact with it not just when your Bible's open on your lap in the morning, but may you have a word or phrase from it come back to you over and over again throughout the day. May you go from simply reading his word to rehearsing it. May you go from maybe glossing over his word, to glorying in it. And may you be better equipped to give your life away to him as you have his word packed deeply into your heart. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive.